If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the greatest spectacle spectacle in sports betting, the Sports Betting by Dummies podcast. I am your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, the tan man, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. Thank you, Patty. Um, I was really hoping you were going to introduce me as Double Digit Diz today. I'm not going to lie about it. We'll get there. I mean, it's... Okay. Was a Sorry miss. to tease. Sorry to tease. Was a miss Sorry on my tease. part, for sure. But sorry to tease. I'm just I'm red hot right now, and uh, that's not looking to change. Absolutely, and because it is race weekend, we brought in our race betting expert, Miles. Miles, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Uh, not sure about that introduction, but uh, I'll do the best I can, guys. It's been a minute, but I'm thrilled to be here. Absolutely. Has it been since last Indy 500? <clears throat> <laughs> I think the last time I was on was when I gave out all those uh, season-long winners on the over-unders for college football. That was the last time I was on. Wow. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> it's been a minute. Got a, pretty, got a pretty good record on the show. You guys should probably have me on more. Just saying. Miles, just for the record, you have an open invite for whenever you would like to join us. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's our choice, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. Sorry. <laughs> But let's get right into it. The Indy 500 is on Sunday. Uh, it is the 106th running of the Indianapolis 500, or the greatest spectacle in racing. Uh, the race is 200 laps, which is 500 miles. Uh, the defending champ is Helio Castroneves. Uh, the pole sitter is Ed Dixon, who also broke the record for the fastest four-lap average speed by a pole sitter. Um and Dixon has won an Indy 500 after winning the poll, which was back in 2008. Um, Miles, do you have any uh, thoughts, comments? I know you're a frequent uh, attendee of the Indy 500. Uh, I am going again this Sunday, expecting the biggest crowd in 20 years, so that's exciting. Um, my first bit of advice, if you're looking to bet the Indy 500, is don't bet Ed Dixon, because I don't know who that is, but Scott <laughs> Dixon's on the poll. Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, oh, God damn it. Uh, Scott Dixon was on poll last year, was the fastest guy last year, led the most laps last year, and then fell apart. Um, kind of see the same thing this year. Not a big Scott Dixon guy. Um, the guy starting second, though. Alex Pillow finished second last year, got a fast car, got a Ganassi car, plus 600. If you're going to go with one of the favorites to win, I like Alex Pillow. All righty. Love it. Uh... You know, <laughs> I'm just, I just try to ask some favorites. People don't like to dig deep too often. That's fine. Well, I think you have a fantastic pick there, Miles. Uh, Diz, do you have any thoughts, any picks, anything on this one? You know, I really don't. I was looking at if there were any, like, props. Yeah. I guess there are driver props. Um, you can do, like, head-to-heads, which is what I may be getting into. Miles, I don't know if you've looked at any of the head-to-heads. Um, 
none of them are really insane value. Uh, there's like only a few that are at plus money. So maybe I won't do that. Uh, <laughs> I guess you can do group A and group. You can do group winners, which is kind of cool. Um, I was just kind of trying to look for some value other than outright winner. Um, I guess top three finish, you get some cheddar. Um, any top three finishes you'd recommend, Miles? So I like Tony Kanon for a top three finish. Ooh, okay. Mm, he was fastest today. Fastest today at Carb Day. Mm. He knows the track. He's won before. And then another guy who knows the track runs well every year. Takuma Sato starts 10th. I like him for a top three finish. A lot of times near the end of the race, you just kind of see guys who have done it before creep up. And I think Kanan and Sato are a couple of good guys for that. Any, oh, yeah. Pl- any matchups with Sato and Kanan, I'll take them. I love that because the Takuma Sato is plus 450 top three and TK is plus 550. So that's some, that's that's some, some juicy value. value. Yeah. The the I unfortunately on DraftKings the head to head is Takuma Sato versus Tony Kanan. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's unfortunate. But I think I'm going to take them both top three. Nice, absolutely love it. If we're looking for a little bit of a long shot to win, I like Scott Erickson. No, not Scott Erickson. What's his name? Marcus Erickson. Marcus Erickson. He hasn't been the quickest this year. He's kind of volatile, mm-hmm. but he's got a really fast car, and he's starting fifth. Okay. So I just think his odds are a little bit out of whack. Yeah. What is he, plus 2,000? I think that's a good one to take. Or plus 1,600. Yeah, I got 16 to 1. I may throw some chatter. But he may be out on lap 10. Don't come, like, pitchfork in my house or something. <laughs> he's, he's plus 1,600 for a reason, but I think he can win. So if you look on FanDuel, he is at uh, plus 1,700, so 17 to 1. Mm. Um, so podium finish yeah. on FanDuel, um, Sato plus 410, Kanan plus 500, so a little bit less juicy on FanDuel. Um, so with it being the Indy 500, and obviously this is a podcast based out of Indy, we have a lot of people that follow this race and have uh, some opinions on it. So we are bringing back a special Indy 500 edition of Celeb Bet Friday, gentlemen. Oh, let's go. Now, uh, both Disher and Caitlin agree with Miles. Uh, Alex Palou, um, Palou, Palou, however Miles said it, he said it right. Palou. Right. Palou. Uh, they both what agree do I with say Miles about that... pronunciations, bro? I know, I know. Uh, but they both agree with Miles that uh, he is going to win. And then Eric, uh, Rachel's cousin, uh, actually thinks Marcus Erickson is going to win as well. So he is with Miles on his little bit of a long shot there. So I think Miles is just on top of it. I'm a man of the people. Yeah. And then uh, Disher also gave us a long shot, which is Ed Carpenter. I think that's where I got Ed Dixon from earlier there, Miles. <laughs> Whatever excuse you got to use, man. Yeah, I'm just going to keep rolling with it. Um, but on FanDuel, he is not – or he's plus 1,600. 
Disher actually got him at plus 5,000, and then he got him again at plus 2,900, and now he's all the way to plus 1,600. So I think a lot of people are high on Ed Carpenter. Do you know why his odds would have changed severely, Miles? Did he have a good uh, good day-to-day or anything? Do you know anything about Ed Carpenter? Uh, I know that Ed Carpenter will lead, like, lap 170, and then his car will fall apart. So <laughs> that's what I know about Ed Carpenter. Okay. Fair enough. And then the uh, final one we have in here, Alex, my coworker, shout out Alex. Uh, he likes Takuma Sato. So, again, I think you guys were kind of rolling on some of your picks there, and a lot of people are agreeing with you. It's not hard. It's the same guys every year, usually. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, all right, gentlemen, anything else on the Indy 500 that you want to talk about before we move on? Glad it's back. Greatest spectacle in racing. Greatest sporting event in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Milestone. Even though Pat's never been. Uh, That's false. I have actually been. Okay. But, uh, Miles, don't get lost in the snake pit on Sunday. I need you ready to golf on Monday. (laughs) Not my scene, baby. (laughs) You'll, You'll find me in turn one, brother. All right. All right. Wear some sunscreen. All right, let's move on to the NHL playoffs. Um, the Blues versus Avalanche game six is tonight. The Avalanche lead three to two. Uh, Diz, did you see the collapse by the Avalanche in game five? I did. So I did. Is that? Do you think that'll motivate the Avalanche, or do you think there's a little bit more to the Blues than people are giving them credit for, and there's a chance that the Blues can do something? I think after a collapse like that, the edge has to be at the Blues. Well, it's um, back in St. Louis tonight. 100%. And also, you know, if you lose a tough loss um, or if, if, like, officiating is the reason or a heinous call or something, then that's when you kind of got the chip on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. If you choke away a lead like that, I feel like that's hard to come back from. So I think the Blues got the edge. You can get good value if you take the blue snipe. I believe it's at plus 140. Home pups? Yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good when you get a chuckle out of miles. That's um, when you can I get off. Can I get off an NHL take here? Yeah, absolutely. We, that's that's why you're here, not just for racing, for anything you got. Um, the Avalanche are the best team in the NHL and they're going to win. Boom. Certainly not that hot of a take. So, uh, whoa, well, the double digit Diz over here didn't take him. So true. I'm just saying. True. You're, if you're going not, against it's Diz, not high that's value, a hot Miles. You're not going to be double digit if you're taking favorites on the road. <laughs> They'll probably win. That's why they're favorited, but I don't see the value. Well, the value will be that you lose the money that you bet and I win money that I bet. <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah, but see the see the loophole is it's not a dumbest dummy bet. I don't report it in my bets, so even if I lose the money, <laughs> he's hiding bets under the table. Ass. I still is cooking ass. the books. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize yeah, we were playing on. like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, the other series that is still going on, we have the Rangers versus the Hurricanes. Hurricanes won at home again in Game Five. Hurricanes lead that series three to two. So. Diz, I have a question for you. Miles, feel free to chime in if you want. I can get the Hurricanes at minus 110 to win game six. 
which isn't great because I have the series to go uh, seven games at plus 162, and I have the Rangers to win this series at plus 172. So should I load up on the Hurricanes at minus 110 for game six? Load up is not the right term. It's not like I have a huge future going on on either of those, but um, considering I have both of those bets kind of in the holster, should I look at putting some money down on the Hurricanes to win even at minus 110? What's What are your bets again? Sorry. So the, I have the series to go seven games at plus 162. So to, okay. for that to happen, the Rangers have to win game six at home. Yep. And then I have the Rangers to win this series at plus 172, which I believe I took at the beginning of the series. So obviously for that to happen, we would need the Rangers to win game six and game seven. So if you bet Rangers tonight to hope it goes to game seven and the Hurricanes win, then you lose all your bets. Right, so I'm asking, should I bet on the Hurricanes? Oh, I see. So you at least get one of them? Yeah. Does the value pay out, or is it strictly a hedge? It's not a, it's not a uh, arbitrage, is it? I mean, it kind of is, right? Because if... I'm sa- like, did you find an amount you could put on it to profit on either one? No, but I should, and that's... So if, if the Hurricanes win this game then obviously I'd be out of the money on the other two bets. If the Rangers win this game, then I at least get my plus 162 with the possibility to even get the plus 172 if they win game seven as well. Right. So, I mean, if so I'm... basically you got to, you got to, you should bet the hurricanes, but you should figure out the value to put on it, figure right. out how much to put on it to where you benefit either way. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking, but um, just wanted to see how you felt about it. I know plus 162 and plus 172 aren't a whole lot of uh, value or money, but uh, I can definitely but guarantee it's enough a profit. To, yeah, but it's enough to guarantee a profit. Yeah, I would just say figure out how much you need to bet. Okay, I'm with it. I say let it ride. Oh, okay, now we're talking. Why else are you here? To make it's money. Risk. The risk. That's right. <laughs> we're, here to, we're here to make more money, bro. Okay, all right. I don't know anything about this series, but the vibe of the series is that it's seven. So I like the bet that you've made. And old boy on the Rangers with the long hair. Love him. He's not going to lose tonight. (laughs) His vibes are too strong. Also, I think the game is tomorrow (laughs) night. I think Diz kept saying it was tonight, but I think it's actually tomorrow night. That's my bad. That's my bad. I mean, still, we're not going to have another podcast before then. Yeah, it is tomorrow night, but anyways. Now I might have to go to our guy Tyler uh, to get a uh, a, th- a third tie-breaking opinion. Or I'll just oh, Diz forget- has better opinions than me on betting, so you should listen to Diz, I'm just saying. Well, there's a good probability I'll just forget about it, and then it just will happen and I won't make a hedging bet. But oh, Not when you listen listen to the pod this. right after you release it to boost our numbers. <laughs> This, this podcast has one listen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then just to wrap up, Oilers versus Flames. The Oilers won, um, and they will face the winner of the Blues and Avalanche in the uh, Western Conference Finals. What a finish, boys. 
That was a great game. Mick Jesus, man. He's the real deal. Yeah, that kid's a baller. That was a sick game, but I honestly wish this series was a little bit better overall. Yeah. Four to one. I, mean, I don't know, had, man. That series was some, wild. There were goals all over the place. Time games. Comebacks. But I, I was really hoping for a game seven. You wanted more. That's fair. All right, gentlemen. Let's move on to the NBA playoffs. We have Celtics versus Heat game six tonight. Celtics lead three to two. Um, I saw a stat that the Celtics lifetime are 40 and four in game sixes with a three to two lead. Is that enough for you to lay the minus what eight and a half on the Celtics tonight? Cause I, I don't think you can be crazy enough to bet the Celtics money line. Yeah. Eight and a half Celtics spread wise. The money line is minus 420. Yeah, I mean, the Heat just aren't going to win, though, are they? No. I, is there I mean, any value in that high of a spread? Is is uh, is the, Are the Heat banged up? I may have missed you talking about that. I mean, Kyle Lowry looks like me, bro. I mean, <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, Miles, all right? I know you were taking I'm a not, shot. I'm not, a, I'm not an NBA baller either, man. It's, it is what it is. I think Kyle Lowry's got that G-Wagon, man. He's struggling. I think you could get more assists in an NBA game than Kyle Lowry did last game. You know what? If I was just out there fishing for assists, I'd probably could. Yeah. So, I <laughs> advantage you. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I was actually. I mean, he just can't score. Yeah. I I was actually so. First off, we did do a live same game parlay last episode. It missed by four Robert Williams points on Wednesday. That was uh. That was unfortunate. We would have brought home 400 bucks if that hit. Um, but one of the, if we were to do it again tonight, one of the legs I was looking at was under on Kyle Lowry points. I believe he's gone What's under that? his point line uh, in four of the last five, or five of the last six playoff games, including a zero piece last game against the Celtics. Um, I believe his point line is eight and a half. Miles, you said yourself that Kyle Lowry is ass. Would you? Oh, it's now seven. He's ass. Yeah, he's nothing but ass right now. He's ass. I, I, like... uh, I don't. Do we have uh, a number for Jason Tatum? I feel like Jason Tatum is going to come out and be a flamethrower tonight and just eviscerate the Heat. His point total is twenty-seven and a half. I like that. I like it. I like a Tatum over in a. Celtics eight and a half, and the game's over by halftime. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So, can we throw in the Kyle Lowry under seven and a half? I mean, you are Patty Parlays. I'd expect nothing less. <laughs> okay. So, let's do this. So, we got uh, Jason Tatum over 27 and a half. We got Kyle Lowry under seven and a half points. Um, you said that, let's see, half. So we'll take Celtics to win the first half. It's minus 280. It's I don't like laying that juice, but we're going to do it anyways. And then we're going to take the... Uh, and then we're going to take the Celtics minus 8.5. What do you think, Dennis? How do you feel about it? I'm not against it. 
Okay, so apparently we can't parlay the Celtics to be leading at half and then the Celtics to win by eight and a half. Is there... Let me see if there's an, some sort of weird special that we can do here. Okay, you can't... Wait. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay, I found it. Sometimes you just got to look a little harder. All right, so we got the Celtics to be leading at halftime. Celtics to win by eight and a half. Kyle Lowry under seven and a half. Jason Tatum over 27 and a half. That's plus 544. Jesus. Let's cash that bad boy. See, Miles, look at you providing value to the podcast and to our listeners. New house on me, boys. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and then uh, the Warriors. They won last night, so they are Western Conference champs, and they will face the winner of the Heat and Celtics in the NBA championship. Miles, I know you're more of an NBA guy than uh, Diz is. You uh, you think whoever wins this uh, Heat Celtics series is going to win, or you think the Warriors are going to going to take it home? Uh, I don't know. How good of an answer is that? I think if if the Heat somehow come back and win, I I don't think the Heat could do it. Okay, I think that's fine. Celtics Warriors, I think, is going to be like really really fun to watch. Well, I I think it's safe to say that the Celtics are the best defensive team that the Warriors will have faced in the playoffs. So, um, but true, I, I worry I about the Celtics scoring. Score like the Warriors, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. So I I think that's the series that we're all hoping for. And I definitely have a huge future on the Celtics that I got like mid season. Uh, I believe it is forty two to one. So I'm obviously rooting for the Celtics, but I'll have to put some cheddar on this uh Warriors to kinda help guarantee that profit. But we need the Celtics to win tonight. I don't want this to go in seven. I want the Celtics to just finish it. Yeah, I don't see this bad boy going seven. There's no way. Perfect. All right. I feel like this is the kind of game where I turn it on in the third quarter. And it's and already over, and you're like, okay. All the freaking shamrock heads in the crowd are going nuts because it's like <laughs> a Jason Tatum three on a replay, and the score pops up 15 seconds later, and it's like 85 to 46, and it's just been over for 20 minutes. I think this, I think it's going to get out of hand early. Would you want to place a wager on the Celtics to win by 31-plus points tonight? I mean, that's got to have some juice. What is thirty-one plus points? Let me let me take a peek. Um, plus two thousand, so twenty to one. I don't hate it. The only problem is heat culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I could see the Heat being down forty going to the fourth and losing by like eighteen. And they like play everyone where the Celtics have been benching their players and. Yeah. I don't love that one. J- Jimmy Butler's not going to come out of that game. <laughs> yeah. And I, also... I, go ahead, Miles. No, I'm just, I love eight and a half. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I don't... Even at 20 to one, I, I, I don't think the game ends with the Celtics winning by 30. Yeah, and I think I saw a tweet earlier today that said, like, in every game this series, the per- the team that's been up... Uh, or that ends up winning the game had like leads of like 35 plus or something crazy. 
but none of the games have really finished that far off. So I agree with you. I think that these games have been lopsided, but then, you know, they find a way to kind of claw back and make it not close, but not 30 plus uh, point victories. So I, I'm also electing to stay away, but it was just something I wanted to float your way, you know, hypothetical. That's fair. Sure. All right, Diz, let's talk about the dumbest dummy competition review ours from Wednesday. I went two and one. How did you do? I went two and oh, Patty. Which brings you to 11.15 units Sheep. up this month. Hence the name, Double Digit Diz. He is all the way back. Baby. French Open. French Open. If you're not telling me, what are you doing? Hey, did that one lose? Uh, Nori? Yeah, Nori lost. Ah. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm now 4-1. and one. I really wanted to be undefeated, but... Four and one. I called the uh, um, Isner upset. Uh, yeah, Burnaby Zabata Morales. Not <laughs> never a doubt at plus money. That one I'm very proud of. Pretty good one. Pretty good one. So and then my... I got my bad. My bad. You want to go first? Or you want me to go? I was just gonna say you're up eleven point one five units. I am down point eight six units. So you're in the negative. Yes. Oof. Thanks for rubbing that one in, Diz. Sorry, I just need to enjoy this win while I can. Uh huh. Yeah. What were those odds on the Celtics future? I think they're going to be just fine. <laughs> uh. But Diz, you you definitely can go uh, go first. Okay, um, I'm. I got three. Two of them are ranks MLB model picks. I got. Minus one forty Red Sox, at minus one seventy, and then what could be my last French Open parlay? Because in the later rounds, you don't get great value on parlays. It is Daniil Medvedev over Kechmanovic, and then Rublev over Garin. I was very surprised at Medvedev's value. Uh, Medvedev is fourth in the world. Kechmanovic is like 21 or something. And Medvedev's only minus 155 to win. I kind of did some research. I was like, is this too good to be true? What's going on? Does Kechmanovic win the head-to-head? Turns out these two have never played before. Mm. And uh, I was shocked that Medvedev got minus 144. So, Rublev beating Garen is like almost a lot, like a like a surefire lock minus five hundred, but putting that with Medvedev at minus one five, you one fifty five, you get plus odds. So plus one hundred three payout on that parlay, and then two of Rankle's model picks. Those are my three to round out the month of May. Actually, are we doing a? Do we know if we're doing a weekend podcast to end the month of May? We do not. We have not decided that yet. Uh... Okay. The only, the only issue is it's going to be logistically difficult to do so. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I mean, for this pod, yeah, I, I don't know your side of it. I literally just hop on Discord, so it's not <laughs> difficult for me. I don't know how you do it. But also, I was thinking we could just record, like, a voice memo or something. Is that possible? I mean, it's possible we could, like, bring back Craig from the dead and do a voice-only podcast. 
So that is I mean, def- that is definitely something we could do. I mean, I miss Craig. I don't know about you. Craig's dead to me. I do not miss Craig. What did Craig oh. do to you, bro? Craig did everything to me. What didn't Craig do to me? Craig helped us start our podcast, pal. He did. He also had us. On. Craig also had us had to scrap a couple episodes because he said he was recording and he wasn't, and then we didn't have stuff. Very true. So don't talk to me about what Craig has done to me. I'm a I'm a Craig fan. Bring back Craig. You're a Craig Stan. I'm a Stan. Alrighty. Um, because there is a lack of a possible podcast this week. This might be the last chance for me to catch up to Double Digit Diz. So, your boy is swinging for the fences here. My winner to win the Indy 500, Patricio O'Ward. Now, I am worried because Miles said, hey, the people that have been here before, the people that do well here, are the ones that win. I do not believe he has ever won the Indy 500. Is that correct, Miles? Very correct, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so maybe I'm just, you know, grasping at straws here, but uh, I'm going with my boy Patricio Award to win the Indy 500 at plus 1,200. And then uh, I literally just did this one like two minutes ago, but I am going Gene Segura to hit a home run tonight against the New York Mets. Now, Why am I going with Gene Segura on a team that has the likes of Bryce Harper, Castellanos, and Schwarber? Well, against the starting pitcher, Carlos Carrasco, Gene Segura has the best batting average on the team at 438 career against him. But also, of his seven hits against him, three of them are home runs. So I am going with Gene Segura at plus 750 to hit a home run tonight against Carlos Carrasco in the New York Mets. Alrighty. Miles, any, any bets from you that you want to uh, grace upon us? Should we talk Champions League, boys? Let's, hell, let's do it. It's it's a hell wild yeah. time. Let's do some Champions League. Hell yeah. So the finals tomorrow. Couple, couple huge European giants. Oh, yeah. With Liverpool and Real Madrid facing off. And, Patty, we were talking before, what were those odds? So, I like Liverpool to win, lift the cup, not in regulation, but just any time. And I think if Liverpool win, I think Sadio Mane puts one in the back of the net. So, if I can get Sadio Mane and Liverpool to win, what were those odds, Patty? So, on FanDuel, and these might have even went down, I think, since you uh, we looked at it originally, but it is plus... Hey, the man's listening they're yeah. just disgusting. They always know. Uh, but the uh, the odds on that are plus 236. So, uh, also, make sure you choose Liverpool to lift the cup at minus 180. Do not pick them to win in regulation at minus whatever it was, minus uh, at minus 105 on FanDuel. That is not the pick. He wants them to lift the cup. That means they just find a way to win the match. Yeah, I like Liverpool to win, and if I think they win, I think Mane scores, so I like those odds. Do you know, does that count if it goes to, like, penalty kicks and he scores in a penalty kick? No, it does not. Okay. He's got to score from open play, and they just have to lift the trophy. 
Nice. Love it. Miles, did Man City win the Premier League again? They sure did, Patrick. Okay. Congrats to you guys. You guys are killing it. And then you guys just signed a elite striker, so uh, your reign is going to continue for a while. Signed a giant Viking, so we're looking forward to it. Awesome. Any? Uh, How's Man United doing, Patrick? Not great. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> we have Ronaldo. That's about the only thing we got going for us. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Miles, you got any Charles Schwab invitational picks to, for this this weekend? Uh, Tiger. Ooh, <laughs> I like it. Like where your head's at. I'm sure he's in the field. Yeah, after withdrawing from the PGA, yeah, totally yeah. in the field. Yeah. If you can find it, bet it, Tiger. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All righty, uh, group best bets time. Uh, so we went 0-2-1 on Wednesday. A little bit unfortunate, but as a group, we are up 2.39 units, which means, gentlemen, if we hit just one of these last three, then we will get guarantee another positive month for the group best bets. Um, Yay! What are we, want, what are we I feeling? I want Medvedev. Medvedev? Medvedev bad. He's at minus 155 on DraftKings, but Rankle just texted me that he has even better value on FanDuel. So check what it is on FanDuel because I know our – is our lower limit minus 150? It is, and it's at minus 164. So I don't know where Rank was looking. Shit. I also want to say I looked up Medvedev's clay record. Not the best. <laughs> He's not – it's not his favorite surface. But he's still the much better player. Cannot believe that's where the value's at. All right, moving on because it's out of our range. Ooh, ooh, Miles. The Celtics went down to minus eight. Are we are we hammering the minus eight Celtics? Yes. Okay. I mean, I'm not, but you can. Yep. Yep. We can, Miles. As a collective, yeah. <laughs> uh, NHL. Do we want to do? Um... We could do Avalanche and Regulation. We could do Blues money line. How about the over six and a half at minus one twenty eight? I like Blues money line better, but Miles shut me down. Hey, these are your best like bets. The safer pick. These are our best bets, Miles. Oh yeah, my bad, my bad. And since you're on this podcast, you are a part of this right now. He doesn't get it's been a while. I forgot how this works. I'm sorry. I over six and a half is the safer bet. Alright. We'll do that then. What about a NRSI in the Reds Giants game today? Um do you trust Ashcraft? That's the real the real question there. Also, let's see what the value is. The value might not be great. Um, I think it's within the range. It is. Uh, minus 122. I like it. Reds Reds put up 20 last night. I don't think they're going to do it again. And they're facing another lefty. All right. So to recap the group best bets, we got Boston Celtics minus 8. 
Colorado Avalanche St. Louis Blues over six and a half, and then NRSI for the Reds Giants game. Awesome. All right, gentlemen, that just leaves the Hail Mary parlay of the day. We have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 legs in MLB baseball. Gentlemen, any kind of guess as to what $1 can win you if all of these legs hit? 844. Okay, Miles? 470. It is $1 to win $1,229.50. I'm sure that'll hit. Yeah. Hey. It's happened before, Miles. It'll happen again. It's definitely happened before. Yeah. So we start out with the Rockies' first five plus a half a run versus the Washington Nationals. Mets' first five money line versus the Phillies. Guardians' first five minus a half versus the Tigers. Yankees' first five plus a half versus the Rays. Red Sox' first five minus a half versus the Orioles. Braves' first five money line versus the Marlins. Royals Twins first five under four and a half runs. Brewers first five minus a half versus the Cardinals. Blue Jays Angels first five under four and a half. Diamondbacks first five plus a half a run versus the Dodgers. Pirates Padres first five under three and a half. And Astros first five minus a half versus the Mariners. Oh, I see your winners. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the confidence, Miles. That, that's what I need. I need the confidence. All right, Joe. Anything we need to get off our chest before we uh, call it a week? I got nothing, Patty. Let's have a long weekend. Um, let's let the listeners know that we might have a show. We might not. So, so, uh... so yeah. So if if you are following along and you're not sure if we're going to have a show. It might come Sunday. We might put it out on Monday, might record it on Sunday. Check out the Twitter at sports bet by dumb. We will post any updates on there to let you guys know if an episode is in fact happening or not. Um, you can also see bets on there for days when we're not podcasting all that good stuff. And then that's also the same at on Instagram, but on Instagram, there's a lot less content. Um, and then also make sure you check us out on YouTube. Go to sports or go to youtube.com, type in the search sports betting by dummies, look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. But uh, thank you all for listening. Hope everyone has a nice, long, profitable weekend, and we will see you all sometime next week.